Polygaspol according to Mark, chapter 1. As soon as Jesus and the disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighbor, neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went through all Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogue and casting out demons. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Like I said, I wasn't planning to preach today, <laughs> but God's plans are better than mine. You know, a month and a half ago, my mom died. And um, when I was reading this text of Mark, it reminds me that gospel that I read to my mom every morning about Simon Peter's mother-in-law, how the Lord took her by her hand and led her out. And every morning when I was reading this text to my mom, I noticed her face. Her face was And I always want to make sure that my mom knew that when the time came, the Lord was looking up. She wanted to leave, like who wants to die, you know? <laughs> and I see, you know, always uh, pray with me. Sometimes, brothers and sisters in Christ, sometimes we think or we feel that our prayers are not answered. When, when the things don't happen the way we, you know, we want it, or when the prayers that are they, they, you know, not answered the way we expect. And when you have pain in your heart, sometimes you doubt. I can imagine uh, um, Simon Peter's mother-in-law. The gospel doesn't tell us the name of this lady. But I can imagine she, her being laid down, feeling sick. And as you know, uh, the men, were not, they're not allowed to touch women. Jesus not only healed her, but lifted her up immediately. He began to pray. This is so amazing. Amazing how 
when, when he heals, he heals from cancer. You know, she got her strength back, her health back to do what she likes to do. Jesus and her companion, this is the four, the four first disciples who were with him. So when he was going to Simon, uh, Simon Peter and Andrew's home, he was coming from, from the place where he healed or he expelled a demon of a one man. That's scary. And then he came, now I think I can imagine he came to probably Simon Peter and Andrew invited him to have to, for them to have lunch. But when, when Jesus entered into the house, there was no lunch. There's nobody cooked. Right? It was because the lady of the house was sick. And there was nothing there. Jesus got into the house. And what is the first thing he did? He healed. And I don't think that he healed because he was hungry. I think he healed because he had compassion for this lady. This is the compassion that, that he still had for us. Last time when I came, I told, I told you about being disciples and then be apostles. Remember, I don't know if you remember, but I, I, was, I told you that when we come to listen and to hear the gospel, we are the disciples. And when we leave this place, we become an apostle. The disciples come and learn, hear the word of God. And the apostles go and then preach the good news. This is what Paul is saying in the first Corinthians. If I don't preach the gospel, woe me. Because this is a responsibility. This is a responsibility for everyone. Everywhere we go. Sometimes we're too busy, or sometimes we feel sick, and so sometimes we're depressed, and we don't want to get up. You know, some people get depressed for the weather. You know, when the weather is, is so cloudy and, or, 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 or raining, people don't feel like getting up from bed. Or when people lost a loved one. We don't feel like getting up. But it comes there when I look up the mountains and I ask where my strength would come from. And my strength would come from my God. And this is, and this is something that I have to put myself lately into the, the, the mountain I have a go. I have to put on my head. My strength comes from, from my God. Not because I have on my own. I can't. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. But we have to remember, brothers and sisters in Christ, that Jesus says, let us go to the other town, because I, this is what I came for. So he didn't came to heal, but he did it. He didn't came to expel demons, but he did it. He came to preach the word of the Father. Because he knew the necessity of everybody, but not 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 much of physical necessity, not as much of physical needs, but a spiritual needs. And this is what we see out there right now. 
young doctor that we see, the lack of love we see in people, the lack of peace they have. This is very, very sad, brothers and sisters in Christ. I live close to the border, very close. And I go to see, I, I belong to an organization that they go to, to, uh, to the border to help the, those refugees who are behind the other side of the fence, but on this side. The other day, I was there leading a service. And the Border Patrol had this girl. I think she was not older than 19 years old. She was shaking. She was so scared. She was all wet. Through the fence and the little hole, I passed her hand. She was so cold. And I asked her, are you scared? And she said, yes. So I look, I seek until the, all the uh, uh, tables and I found a, a dry pan and a dry shoes for her to be warm. But you know what I noticed when I shared the communion? Through the fence, I gave her the wafer. She closed her eyes and she started to cry. She felt God's presence. And you know what she told me? I'm not afraid no more. This is what the Lord gives you and gives us. The strength and the power to continue. Even in the midst of the suffering. When you know that he is present. Everything changed. Everything changed. Paul says, to the weak I become weak. To the children, I become a child dying. And I would say, with the poor, I become a poor. With the undocumented, I become undocumented. You have to understand. Because we, we do not understand it till we put ourselves in the same shoes. It's easy to look from far away. But Jesus didn't look people from far away. He came and touched the people. He came and identified with them. And this is something that I need to remember. And this is something that I, that I have to tell you. There's a responsibility. This is something that we need to, to, to continue building. Sometimes it's sad that how people look at each other, you know, with different eyes. remember one time, one day he came up to me and he says, Pastor Maria, why don't you preach the language of God? And I said, which language is that? He said, English. And I said, <coughs> no, you're wrong. I can preach in Spanish, I can preach in English, but without love, I will not preach the language of God. Because the language of God is love. Because God doesn't see any differences in us. Regardless of the skin color, of the language, or the shape of our body. <laughs> he created us so perfect as his own image. 
And that's why when, when we preach the, the good news, it's the good news for every, everybody. That's why Jesus says, let's go <coughs> to the other towns. Because this is what I came for, to preach the good news. This is what I came for. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, we come to hear the word of God. You know that on Sunday you're here. You, what is the reason why you come? What is in your mind when you come, when you get up in the morning? So I'm gonna go, I don't think that you said, I'm going to go and talk to my friend that I haven't seen for a long time. Or I want to see so what kind of dress or what kind of time that person has. I don't think that you have that on your mind. I think you, you said, I'm going to go to hear the word of God and to see what is the Lord wanting me to do today. Because sometimes we make plans with so much pride that the Lord says, <laughs> I am going to visit your, your house today. This is how he told the, the guy, the short guy who was up in the tree, take first floor, what's his name? Second year? Yes, the tree of get get down because today I'm gonna visit your house. Right? And what happened with, with that little short guy? That day he was transformed. And that's why we need to be ready all the time. Because I don't know if today the Lord will say your name. Hey, I will visit your house today. How will we receive our Lord into our homes? How will we uh, uh, willing to change and to be transformed? Because brothers and sisters in, in Christ, when we see through human eyes, we see all the, the, the mistakes and the defects that our brothers and sisters have. But when we see through God's eyes, we see all the gifts and talents that the other person has. This is why it's so important to hear, to put the word of God as a treasure into our hearts. And after God, share it. Share it with those who are weak or in the need. You know, um, I was so into my congregation, I, like I served for 27 years, and I didn't realize how bad our churches are that the people don't, they, 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 well, how can I say? Now you see a lot of empty pews everywhere, everywhere I go. I have the opportunity, and I feel sad. I feel sad because what happened? What are, and I feel responsible. What are, what are we doing wrong? What are people with lack of faith now? People are so cold about God's work. They feel that they don't need God. They feel that they can do everything on their, on their, on their own. What happened? You know, Jesus went up night he prayed he prayed it was so important for him to pray in the middle when it was so quiet he apart himself to pray to continue doing his job 
see them like, did you pray enough? Did you pray enough for, for, for the situation in the world? I was telling the bishop the other day, I was invited to church on one congregation. You know how many people were? Eight. Eight people. When I said this, much of politics, I asked one of the, uh, the organizers, I said, uh, where are all the politics? Is the pastor busy set? Eight people, it's nine with me. Really, God. God, you know, we will never have an answer to a prayer, I mean, to our, to our request here, but we will have an answer to our prayer. We do, we need to, to get together and pray harder and, and, and ask the Lord for, for uh you know, uh, a renewal of the church. We need that. But you know what? <laughs> the other thing is, is some people are so, um, they feel that they are the only, they unique, the only ones that they're going to be changed. And this is, I have one, one sister, my other sister, she's really, really Catholic, Roman Catholic, very fanatic. Especially during, during my mom's funeral, she was mad at me because I was leaving the church. And she came to me and said, where's the priest? My mom was crying. And I told her, you know, you don't have priests here. They have pastors. I am the pastor here. And you know, and you knew. And she said, you're nobody. She told me that. And I said, well, maybe I'm nobody for you. But for God, who created me, I need that. And this is what happened. And I told her, you know, no religion will save my mom's soul. My mom's soul went back to the Creator. And God is not divided. God is one. And the one that I serve, the one that he serves, God is one. Sometimes our, the pain makes us be blind. It's not thinking right. The people told me, Pastor Maria, how, how good you handled that situation. And I said, not because of me. <laughs> if it wasn't for a human being, I would not handle it like that. Himself present, and I know with whom I serve. I have to have respect and love for even for those who attack me, because I know where the attack comes from. He uses the weak, <laughs> so I became weak for my sister <laughs> to understand the pain, to understand her pain. I was suffering, yes, but at that moment, I knew that I would receive God. And God is not weak. He's strong 
Have you picked up enough herbs? <laughs> Have you enough tea? Brothers and sisters, it is a pleasure, it is a blessing to serve and to preach the word of God and to remind you how important are you that it doesn't matter how you feel, the Lord comes and lifts, take your hand and lift you up. Even when you feel that you cannot do it anymore. Whatever situation you're going through, just remember that he is a blessing. Our only responsibility is to keep praying and to not to lose sight of, of, of his word. To keep praying, to keep uh, remembering that his promise, he fulfills his promise all the time. On his time. That's why I assure you that today he sees each one of you. And he kisses you. Open your heart. Open the doors of your heart. Because he's so very well educated that he knocks on the door. And if you open, he enters. But if you don't open, he's not entering because he wants to you to be sure that you, you will receive him. You have the, the, the key to open from the inside. Have you ever seen the scripture of, of, a, of a Christ knocking on the door? And the door doesn't have a door knock from outside. Because you can only open it from inside. This is our call. The Lord is knocking to you today. The Lord wants you to uh, touch you the way he touched Simon's mother-in-law. And after we feel that we are getting the strength back, and we feel that we are healing, and then, brothers and sisters, start serving God. Start serving God with the way you feel that, the you, that God provided the gifts and the talent. Start serving God. Go out and tell others that the Lord, that the Lord loves them too as well. May God bless you. I hope today you remember that you're a special child of God. The Lord wants to do things with you today, and you will be able to open the door. My name is Amen. Please rise for the hymn of the day.